Welcome to episode 76. 76? Wow. That's crazy. Your face is crazy. Hey. (laughs) Don't mind me. I've got crazy face. It's the twice centennial. You actually sound really good. Is your phone off this time? My phone is off this time. I turned mine off. Oh, mine's not. Are you all (laughs) fixed? Are you lunged? I'm mostly, mostly fixed. You got fixed? You know, the people in San Francisco aren't appro- going to appreciate that you're fixed. Oh, I think they would oh, like no. you more if you were broken. Well, fixed what could mean just no, picture of on your no sperm comes out. Like a giant Stephen Holcomb? Oh. Yeah, bugger. Mm. Oh, I've seen that picture. It's a little embarrassing on the plane, though. I kept, like, you always forget that you have a naked dude until yeah. you turn it on in front of other people. <laughs> nice. See, mine's more focused oh, on the body funny. as opposed to the natural landscape that surrounds him. Oh, go. trust me, there's plenty of yeah. natural landscape that is. <laughs> 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 the I sun glints that. off his form. I am behind. I still have my Halloween theme on. Vito. I have to update that. Vito. My goodness. Jesus. Jeez. Such a slacker. I am. We took all our Halloween. Oh, hey, wait. All that's right, Halloween. So We're talking about Halloween now. We are talking about it. Great well, segue. Well, let's first talk about someone who's not here, and that's Dave. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dave's, no, not, no, here. Dave's not here. We asked Dave yes. to record tonight, <laughs> and he said, fuck those guys. Fuck <laughs> you. He said, well, I'm going to stay at home. And Well, I already mentioned something about just to finish up how you are, JP, real legs. quick. What? Because we oh. talk about it every podcast. We'll see how, how am I? Health yes. update. I'm, I'm way <laughs> better. I, Good. I am way but better. But you're not all the way better. I'm not all the way better. Well, not mentally. Well... That's never going to be. Yeah, this is true. True story. Um, but you did, but, like, go out and drink and dress up and spread plague. Or... I, well, hey, no, I didn't spread plague. I did not actually. <laughs> I mean, spread actually... legs. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I did not really drink um, Halloween because I was still on my third round of antibiotics, which was, you know, double plus fun. Um, but, but you got yeah. to drive me around. I did. And I got to drink, which was nice. That drunk. Apparently a lot of us drank. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I did too. I just finished antibiotic round too. Things on Halloween that I wouldn't you know, expect it to. Yeah. <laughs> did you do things at the party? Really? Really? Did I they involve you bending so over in any way? How well, could you do anything no. at that party? Are you kidding? What? Did you see those two there guys was two who were guys giving each a other? Job right next to me. What yes, time? I left at twelve thirty. I couldn't handle before the crowd. That. Was too crazy. It Starting was before at about that. 10, those two. It was actually kind of like early, and, and it was over by the dance no, floor. No yeah. Because somebody said, "Have you seen the guys over there blowing each other?" And mm-hmm. I said, "No," but it's I wasn't really looking for blowing people blowing each other. Last year when I was over there, that's where I got blown. It's right by the bar, though. That's exactly where I in the middle of the backyard. That's like, exactly almost where in the was. very middle of the backyard. Yes. Yeah. Are you talking about the little tent area there? No. 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 You know where that? You it, know where the back corner bar was? Oh yeah. Right, right like before right the there. cement with the with the feet and handprints in it and stuff. Oh, like right there. Okay. By the right little there. barn in the back. Like right in the right at the main little walkway, like where no. Well, that was part of the party. So we should probably explain what we're talking about here, which is this. There's this annual Halloween party that's put on by these wonderful fellows, Jeff and Patrick. Yeah, it's great, and every year they do a different theme. One year they did. Um, they actually made it look like Pex, the bar that I work at, and they had like a pool table and you know the whole thing. Another year it was Studio Fifty Four, and they had lines of fake coke 
on the glass on the tables and <laughs> an illuminated dance floor. And last year it was a carnival, and they right. had all kinds of carnival yep. games mm-hmm. and we talked about cotton that, candy like, and throw the, throw the penis yeah. through the whole kind of thing. So this that. year the theme was Hollywood, and they had a big marquee out front that said like Jeff and. Patrick present Hollywood, and then as you came through, they had a red carpet, and you got a paparazzi right. shot, and it was cool because they even had like you know they have the little icons on the paparazzi sheet behind you, you know mm-hmm. like they have the different events they had that, yeah, which was cool, and then once you got in there, they had the Hollywood, you know, letters up on the up Huge. on the fence, you know, and then they had um, like it had to be like ten by ten foot section that had of concrete that had like yeah. it looked like Grandma's Chinese Theater, and they had hand and Prince. footprints and yeah. autographs by the end. By the middle of the night, it was all destroyed. Oh, I'm already. sure, yeah. It was because it was just that quick pour of cement, you know. <laughs> um, but it was really cool in the it beginning. It was very like, cool. They always yeah. go out. And they had an illuminated dance floor again. And then up on the barn, they had um, a screen, and they were projecting Hollywood Walk of Fame stars. But instead of, like, directors and actors, it had people who had RSVP'd to the... Um, to party. party. So, so. Nice I was. Lo- I actually looked when my name showed. Me it was kind of cool. I was I like, actually yeah. just happened to look at. <laughs> cool. I, was, I was talking yeah. to one of my friends, and I looked up, and I was like, "It's my name." And then I tried to get my phone out, and by the time I got my Gone. phone out, it switched. Gone. And I was like, "Oh, oh I didn't oh. see mine." <laughs> it's just it's so fun, like the attention they the, to to uh, detail that they yeah. play, and um, they're just neat uh, guys. And it, it it also it's a big. It's kind of a diverse group that shows up for it too. It's not just bears, and it's not just. You yeah. know, gay people, there's, there, there, there were straight, straight people, people there, there, some women there. Yeah. and Girls with their boobage. And it's one of those great uh, parties where, like, 95% of the people are dressed in costume. Yes. Yes. At least, if not more. Yes. Yes. Chuck, Chuck boobage? Oh, my God. Uh, those and four Mike, guys. Mike okay, D? so Chuck and, and uh, Mike D. What's we up? all Mike know Mike D, who used to do the sound here. Let's we'll put a, a picture of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had some good pictures. And they, they went out as the, the four queens, um, of Queen of Spades, Queen of Hearts. Queen of Diamonds and Queen of uh, Clubs. Clubs. Which right. one was Chuck? Clubs. 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 Dimwitty was Diamonds, I think. Amazing. Yes. They made the costumes themselves. Yeah, they're just amazing. Elaborate. Amazing. And it turned, like the costumes were more like they were very royal, kind of like the Queen of Hearts in the Tim like, Burton they're, version. They were well, very yeah. Victorian. Yeah. yeah. And King. just yeah. super over the top, you know, powdered white faces, big wigs, and yeah. it was all the costume kind of matched their identity and stuff. I it think was, Chuck's regretting it was cool. shaving his beard off. Uh, uh, it's good timing, down. though, because they're doing that thing right now where you shave your beard to yeah, uh, yeah, for, draw attention to men's health issues, and then you oh. grow a mustache by the end of the month. Yeah. yeah. Robert's um, doing that. Yeah, so it was, it was really, It was really crazy, though, because Chuck was actually standing next to me at one point, and he was talking to Dave, I think. And I had no clue who he was. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just looked over, and I was like, Who's that chick? And then, like, kept looking around. And then all of a sudden, I heard his voice, and he looked right at me, and I went, Chuck? And he's no. like, Hey. It took me, it took me two, two seconds, yeah. but I, I got it because the eyes. I got it in the eyes. That's the thing. Like, when I was walking in, the oh, person when taking. You get it in the eyes, it burns. Ugh. Burns, get an eye infection. Yeah. <laughs> when I was walking in, though, um, the person taking photos was wearing, like, a mask and was, like, dressed like a skeleton. And everybody's like, Oh, did you see TJ on the way in? And I'm like, How the hell are you know supposed to know that's TJ? I didn't say you know, I didn't say it, that's the thing about Halloween that, like, pisses me off. Because he was short, people dark, hard. and had a really yeah. tight butt. That's how I knew it was TJ. Well, I didn't put my <laughs> finger in there. I didn't know. But yeah, I did the same exact thing. I was like, Okay. Take my picture. I don't know who you are. It's just I. It, I don't like it when know, people torment me it, when, they're, when their identities are the hidden. Voice. You know. I didn't hear his voice. I recognized his voice because he was like, "Hey, get a picture," and I was like, "Oh." Speaking of pictures, I haven't even looked at my camera. It's sitting over there on the oh. bookshelf. John was the one taking pictures, so I have no idea what's in there, <laughs> yeah. and I'm afraid because there's at least one full body shot of me in my costume, and I just don't ever want to see that. Were you showing some box? You should, let, so describe your costume. What uh, did you go it was as? incredibly slutty. It was yeah, just yeah. random and slutty. Um, I couldn't think of a costume, and then Jason Murillo was actually at PEX, and we were trying to think of costumes, and 
I think he, I don't know if he said it or what, but I, he, I mentioned um, that I had thought about using Yeda's uh, Union Jack suit because he's got a red pair of long johns that he wore last year. And, um, and then I was like, and then I'll just be a devil. I'll just get little horns and, you know, the whole thing. It'll be stupid and lame and stuff. But uh, you were home, and I went over to try them on. And I put them on, and they're, they're small-ish. Yeah, <laughs> so they're, it was more like wearing, like, a big unitard. Uh, it was very tight and, and everywhere. And then it, I, you could button it across the front, but I thought it looked better without, so I, um, I left it unbuttoned, and it looked kind of like a rock star's and, and jumpsuit. And by unbuttoned, it was all the way down to, to the, the pubes. To my never all the way Which yes. I tastefully yeah. wore a jock strap no. so as not to oh, have tasteful. bush springing from, <laughs> from below. And, uh, and I had a little tail, and I had, you know, and I, I, my barber cut a landing strip in my beard, so I had, like, these big mutton chops that I uh, painted black. And uh, it was fun. I mean, yeah, I, cute. I put on a, um, a rather uh, interesting device to sort of lift and separate and <laughs> present things well. And uh, it went over pretty well. Cool. So, so It was and, slutty. Uh, and my, mine and about 50% of the people got mine. I don't you know, to, be, to be honest, I was really trying to figure out what you were and I couldn't. And, I then, I, and then I finally saw the description and I went... Oh, okay. The description? <laughs> I don't even somebody, remember what Somebody your... wrote what you were on a picture that I saw. Oh, okay. I was what, the, so what were you wearing? I was the BP described? oil spill. Oh, right. So it, it was kind of abstract. So I was, uh, I had a vest. And on the vest, I had foam that I painted black of little ducks and sharks and whales and things. And then I had money and coins and then in the back, I in the back, in the front, and on the hat, I had uh, the BP logo, but like oil dripping from it. Yeah. Such when a I saw happy it in costume. the no, when I saw it in the light, I totally got it. Yeah. And I was like, that makes sense. But when you're in that backyard, yeah, like a lot of the tough. things you might plan, yeah. like don't necessarily come across because one, most people aren't looking below your what? Well, they are looking below your waist, but <laughs> you know, and they're all they're all drunk anyway. So it's like yeah. the subtle costumes are, are sometimes harder to uh, to bring Justin across. Justin and I, we weren't subtle. You we guys went, were not subtle. We at went all. as Mario and Luigi. Yeah, Slutty you can see Mario and Luigi. From a while. Well, not at first. Neither one of you were wearing underwear. Well, duh, that's they're when wearing, you're wearing they're overalls. wearing overalls without underwear. <laughs> and that's the point. It's just like wearing because that's how Mario and Luigi roll. I'm sure you know it, of course. <laughs> it's a Mario, <laughs> which is really funny because there, there, there were there two more. other people. <laughs> yeah, it showed up. They were they were Mario and Luigi, and I wanted you guys to shorter. throw down. And they had but the big, big, every, they were everybody mustaches. kept saying that all night long, which was really funny. Everybody kept coming up to me and. So when are you and the other Luigi and Mario going to play? And I told him, I said, like, did you look at them? They're shorter and they're smaller than us. They're before the power-ups. We're after the power-ups. Oh, well, you guys are after the mushrooms for sure. I mean, but they had big black mustaches. Yeah, I know. We, to- we were going to do it and we totally... And then they took them off. They ended up taking them off because they said they were annoying. It was really funny because I took my nephew to Halloween or I walked with them in their neighborhood and there was a little Luigi. I was like, it looks just like the guys from Saturday. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, so it was a cool party. And I, I think like the other costume highlight was um, Jason dresses uh, Rondelli. Oh, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. That was incredible. Because Rondelli is notorious for having out or outwitted death on several occasions. <laughs> and so Jason dressed up as him like in one of his cycling outfits. And then he had like a little kid's uh, bicycle handle with the streamers coming out the side embedded in his chest with blood. And then you could take a pen and write a going away wish like to, to eulogy, yeah, like a eulogy for for that. And I wrote, "I'm sorry, I wasn't the one to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> so I have a story about Rondelli. Um, Sunday night, went over to Rob and Nick's 
for oh, I, Halloween. I saw the story tweeted, and this on is funny. Facebook, yeah. So we went over there um, for Halloween, and Rob is adorable with the kids. I mean, he was absolutely unlike anything you've ever seen Rob. I mean, he's smiling, and he's giving out candy, and he's totally loving it. he wants to eat them. And we're talking about it, and he's like, <laughs> I am I am so uncomfortable around you. He's about like, the same height. Really That's really probably cute. why. I love you, Rob. So, he wants to chop them up and eat them. <laughs> So anyway, a ton of kids all showed up, and they were getting really, really low on candy. So Rob's like, or Nick has said, okay, I'm going to go to the store and I'll get more candy. And he left, and then a whole other group of kids came up, and they were down to like four or five pieces in the bowl, and that was it. And Rob's getting really nervous about this. Rondelli's sitting on the couch. He jumps up. He goes to the kitchen, rummages around in the bags from KFC where they got their dinner, and pulls out... Um, hot sauce and liquid butter packets and puts them in the bowl with the candy. And I'm laughing oh my ass off. Like, you have got to be kidding me. Kids show up at the door. Rob takes the candy. <laughs> he puts the candy in the really young ones. He puts candy in theirs. And the older kids, he puts the hot sauce and the hot butter <laughs> in their bags. It's a trick. It's good. Oh, that's, my God. That's actually horrible. That's at a very... Did anybody and notice we, that they were getting condiments? Oh, my god! We gosh. were laughing our ass off. I'm like, I so could not believe that. it. You know they're going to come home and they're going to be like, together. really? <laughs> Nick came home two that's seconds so later with new candy. So and he, they told him what he did. And Nick was like, I can't believe you did that. Our, we're going to get egged. Our house is going to be like totally they're egged and everything. They're they're gonna, they and then Rob's like, they didn't know. Did you have any of the like 16-year-old trick-or-treaters that are pushing the limit? Oh. Yeah, no, we there was there was this one kid or the moms who that came had their up, own bag. He was probably about 13 or 14, and just reached in the bowl and like grabbed a handful, uh, like 10 things, and just put it in the bag. It's like, dude, are you fucking serious? You never let them touch the bowl. Yeah. No, 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 no. You always, you know. You always and Rob did. Rob usually, but. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, and then the 13-year-old, was he at least wearing a costume? I didn't see him. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cause, no, because I always said if kids came up and weren't wearing costumes, I didn't give them candy. And if the moms brought their own bag, I wouldn't put candy in their bags. Because mm. I'm like, you're fat and probably diabetic anyway, and now I'm going to have to pay for oh your insulin. God, I mean, forget right. about this. Broad generalization. Well, Whoa. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Halloween, did you guys see the article that's going around Facebook about the mom that let us? Yes. That There's this mom awesome. that let her son dress, her five-year-old son dress up like Daphne from yes. Scooby-Doo. From Scooby-Doo. Yes. Did yes. you read it though? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's mm. like it's completely inspiring. It's like yeah. the most cool, like logically minded person. It gives yeah. you saves your faith in humanity. I swear. I heard, very much so. I heard about it. And and pretty yeah, pretty much telling mom A, B, and C to you know shut the fuck up and mind your own business. I gotta say, like if as a you know if I were a father and I and still gay but had a son and he wanted to dress up as a girl I would hesitate like I would it would be hard for me to let him do that because it's not that I would care well I would care it's, a little bit I'd be like oh don't be a drag queen that's it's gonna just be something you don't do or encourage but, yeah. well it's just something that I just was like you're gonna get eaten alive at school you know you're but just Brian, gonna get eaten alive you have gender alive. issues after you had your sex change operation oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we went all the way through that punchline I know, yeah. I know. so <laughs> anywho um well, hey, you know, I'll talk about uh, my trip to D.C. right quick. Um, I went to D.C. for four or five days to see Matt. And Matt Yay. says hi. Hi, Matt. He Hello. misses everybody a lot. Um, he's doing really well. He's working hard, too hard. I mean, between job and school, he's going crazy. Um, but what's cool is he's got a great support system out there, uh, Dave and Ray, who I think some of you guys know. Yeah. Uh, Ray is Ray Barely on Flickr. Okay. And Dave is, I think Dave yummy is like Dave. Yummy Dave. He's kind of <laughs> yummy, so... They're both kind of they're, they're both yummy, um, but I stayed with them, which was really cool because they only live like four or five blocks away from the National Mall, 
So I got to go to all the monuments again and take pictures. And um, the only reason I even bring up the trip is just to talk about, like, I went to this really cool museum called the Newseum. It's it's the history of periodicals and news reporting. Oh, cool. Oh. It's really freaking cool. And it's a, it's a contemporary museum. Um, so it's the layout's really kind of cool. And they have um, uh, papers, newspapers and magazines from as far back as the 1500s. Like, in the real deal, I mean, it's not like reproduction or anything, wow. and you can just, like, slide them out. You can't hold them, but you can look at them. And it's all the famous, you know, uh, headlines, like, Dewey defeats Truman, and, like, the day Kennedy was shot, and when the space shuttle blew up, and, you know, and all wow. that kind of stuff. Um, they have a, a big section of the Berlin Wall, and they talk about how the Berlin Wall, the falling of the Berlin Wall, um, how it was reported. And they have a whole area on crime investigations, and they talk about everything from, like, Capone to like the Unabomber and the Oklahoma City, City bomber and like the DC sniper, like a lot of things that you might, you know. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And they even have like a, re- a recreation of Kaczynski's house, you know. And oh, wow. It was, it was really interesting and lots of like, like handwritten notes that the Unabomber, not the Unabomber, but the Oklahoma City bomber had written in prison about doing wow. interview, like creepy and interesting. <clears throat> they had a section of the radio tower from one of the Twin Towers uh, um, there, which was kind of humbling and odd, wow. you know, to see. It was, they have a whole, like, probably about a 30-foot wall, and all it is is headlines from around the globe after 9-11. And then you can go inside, and they have this movie, and it's, it's all the, the reporters who were on site talking about what it was like to be on be site and to be reporting this. Oh, my God. How you be... make decisions about what to, when to report and when to run and when to help and when to go. And wow. It was that cr- would be amazing. It, what's amazing is you almost want to sit there and watch other people watch it because you're watching people basically, like, open up this tiny little dark box that they haven't they, they don't like to go to, you know. it's It was really intense because uh, they, they show stuff that you're just like, I <clears throat> wanted to forget that I saw that on that day, yeah, you know. Yeah. So just... that was really amazing. And then they have a whole, the new area is all about Katrina. And it's it was really cool because it's it goes day by day and how the news covered Katrina because, you know, and I had kind of forgotten this, was that when Katrina hit, like, after it initially hit, the news was reporting it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it wasn't as bad as people thought it was going to be. And, you know, look at here I am, and all these buildings are intact. And then the levees broke. And then they were like, we're fucked. You know? Yeah. And that was when everything went to shit. Yes. And, um, yes. So it was the reporting along those lines. And then, again, like, newspaper uh, headlines from around the world. And I, I got there kind of late in the day, and Ray and I, you know, barely, I felt like we barely scratched the surface. It was just really cool. So if you That's go to cool. D.C. Is it a really big place, then? It's like... Probably a five or six story building, and then it's like you can see from top to bottom when you're there, and it, it kind of goes in circles. You take an express elevator to the top, and then you circle all, all the way down. Cool. It's really cool. It has on the outside, the outside on the left portion, all it is is um, um, the First Amendment. You know, oh, so cool. it's just, it's huge. And so it's kind of like you want to go, look, O'Donnell, there's that fucking shit. About it. it doesn't say church and state, but it says basically the same thing. So shut up. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I would have known about that. I was there yeah. beginning of last year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really incredible. And it was great to see all the uh, memorials. I'd never seen um, the Korean the Korean War Memorial, or mm-hmm. I'd never been to the Jefferson Memorial up close. So that was really pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, and the, um, the Roosevelt Memorial mm-hmm. is actually amazing and it's easy to overlook it's kind of between the jefferson on your way to the lincoln so if you go to dc don't miss Wait, that which one's the so what was this which one's the, which one, the, the jefferson is the big rotunda it's yeah. built in a circle with no, the, the columns the roosevelt the roosevelt is um 
it's like a series. It starts, you, you kind of go through it. You're supposed to go through it from one end to the other, and we actually went through it backwards. But it starts off, um, and it kind of, like, symbolizes um, his multiple terms, you know, and how, you know, he was during the World War. And it has, like, these, like, just bricks of, um, of, of rock. And then it'll have, like, these kind of, like... Um, calm cascades of water, but then they co- become more tumultuous, like huh. through, you know, through different part periods of his mm. presidency. Um, and it's it's really cool. It has all these wonderful quotes from him and stuff. And the same thing with inside the Jefferson Memorial. I actually took a picture of one of the quotes because it was just like, oh my god, this should be flashing on the television screen. You know, I, after every political ad, it should have this passage because <laughs> it just talks about a very in a very logical way about how to you know, kind of treat religion within politics and that and that kind of thing. So. It was great, and I, it's funny. I, since then, I've since talking to people about going to D.C., I'm surprised at how many people have never been to our nation's capital. You know, like if people go to New York kind of before they go to D.C. But yeah. I mean, D.C. has some really amazing history. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. and then I also totally got drunk and you know did awesome stuff with Matt. So I mean, for every <laughs> cool like kind of patriotic thing I did, I you know. And what was the name of the museum again? The News Museum. N e w, or e m, n w s e m. Um, no, but highlight was uh, definitely being completely drunk and fucked up with Matt and Zach and Ray um, up against the Washington Memorial at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. FaceTiming with Mikey. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh my god, that's the great thing. Those memorials are open twenty four hours a day, so we were just like, "Let's go to the Washington Monument." <laughs> but uh yeah it was definitely a good time and yeah i didn't uh, ray and uh, i'm sorry zach and ron came out too from philly which was really cool to see them as well cool so That's speaking cool. of dc we had we had an election, election. Right? elections yay Hi, everybody here is just Meg- happy to have the tv commercials yeah. on. Oh, well, thank well. goodness meg whitman did not get in oh, i'm my just God. so happy you know what's weird it's like on the straight side of my family, which which is everybody but me, <laughs> they're all talking about like my uncle. I guess must have been a Meg Whitman supporter because he's just like I don't even. He's like I hate everything about <clears throat> California except for everything. You know, he's like because he's like over the. He wants. He's like I. What do you say? I'd move out of California if I didn't love everything about it. Huh. You know, except for the politics. I guess. I guess he's not a Jerry Brown supporter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. She she totally um, screwed herself because there was one ad where she said, you know, I came to California 30 years ago because it was awesome and, you know, there's all these jobs and there's opportunities. And then they cut away and for Jerry Brown's ad and said, yeah, that's when Jerry Brown was actually in, you know, control uh-huh. and stuff. That's that's when California was <laughs> doing well. That's I the think last people time he was in just office, didn't so. want to have corporate America be in charge of yeah. our... I saw her Politics. first ad that they actually played it in the movie theater, and I thought oh she God. looked kind of cool. I was like, oh, well, you know, she was in charge of eBay, and, you right. know, and that's a hugely Which successful company. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, and then everything kind of turned against her, and people were just like, no, this is horrible. And, I mean, I, I, I didn't probably do as much research as I should on any of this stuff, but I generally go, you know, kind of by what I read on the Facebooks or what the Democrat pamphlets that I'm sent are telling me <laughs> to mm-hmm. do, you know. Because this was one of those years where I just went Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. You know what? Democrat, this is the Democrat, first year Democrat. that I did that too. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so important to keep the Democrats, you know, in office mm-hmm. and not let those right wing wackadoodle well, I mean, okay. Tea Party. Well, I mean, on the senator level, jobs. I mean, you have Boxer, you had Boxer, and then you had. Carly Fiorina or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her name what? is. Oh, every and time she came on the screen, came on the screen, I just wanted to scream. Yes, and, you fucking cunt! Oh my god, yeah, sorry, I, mean, I said the just, c word, ladies. I'm sorry. What? No, I mean, cunt? She just, would you call her a cunt? <laughs> yes. Why would you call her a cunt? 
I can't believe that. How could you use a word like cunt? Okay, okay, JP, we get the humor there, Tosh.0. I don't know, I was just so emotional. Every time that came on, I'd just be so emotional. No, I mean... want to throw something at the TV. So smug. She came off as a bitch. Smug, bitch, arrogant. But And then then the fact that she's like, you know, I want to create jobs, but yet she shipped everything overseas. Which, that's how I lost my job at at Washington Mutual. They shipped it to India, so... Yeah. She lost me. I mean, I don't know, it just... I was just like, no, that's okay, you know? Um, but did you vote for any of the judges? I know I didn't because I didn't know who I didn't know any of them. And then I was either. mad at myself because I'm like, you gotta look up and see who's like conservative and who's not because it's important. I mean, judges are more important than politicians in many mm-hmm. you know instances. I yes. did the Democratic Club and printed it out and then read and just kind of used that as a guide. Oh, I actually, when I woke up in the morning, I, I actually had no intention of voting at all because I was so burned out from everybody bullying me into fucking voting. I was like, really, can you guys just all shut up? Like, I know that there's an election, and I know I'm supposed to go vote. If I read one more time on the goddamn Facebook how, you know, how I have to go vote, and I have to go be a part of the process, I mean, well, I know it's sort of childish to have that mentality, but I was, I really was kind of, like, over it, and I wasn't doing it to be defiant. I was doing it just because I was like, just, I was just over it. <laughs> well, based on the numbers of the people that actually did Compared to the registered voters, to the people that actually went out and voted, it was really sad when you looked at it. Which was, um, what were the numbers? In San Diego County, only 42% of registered voters actually went out and voted. voted. Um, other counties, some of them were as low as 22%. That's pitiful. Um, I mean, so when you think about it, you know, these propositions and stuff that did get shot down that I didn't think should have gotten shot down probably wouldn't have if if a lot of the younger voters and right. some of the people were specifically prop 19 if right. you dipshits were Dude. not smoking a bowl that day and actually went out and voted for prop 19 yeah the there's that <clears throat> there's that <laughs> i mean really if you're a pothead then you don't really take a lot of action <laughs> so it's well, no, kinda... no, that's not true that's not true there are a lot of people i know who smoke that do take action Okay. That yes. are political. I don't smoke. I haven't smoked in a long time, but I still I still wanted that prop to pass. Prop 19 totally should have passed. Well, I like the, I the tax good. money was very... That's exactly. the only reason I wanted it well, to pass well, that was for the revenue. Itself, exactly. I mean, it would have been a source of, re- of revenue for the but state. At the same time, okay, one, it didn't pass because the people who are currently growing it and distributing it don't want it to don't pass because exactly. they don't want the government involved in their business. And beer companies. Uh, the beer and right. alcohol companies do not want it to pass. And as a bartender, I don't want it to pass because I tell you what, people think that smoking pot makes you like mellow and less aggressive. If you mix it with alcohol, all bets are off. You know, Ooh. I've seen people who are stoned and drunk, and they're just as aggressive and annoying as a drunk person, if not even more, because they're even cloudier than they normally would be, oh, wow. or more inside their head, which could make them more defensive or more aggressive. Or so, you know, I'm not saying that pot's bad. I'm just thinking like anything else, it's moderation, and we see how well people do with alcohol when it comes to moderation. So. I know. will say this: when it passes, whether it passes here or it, yeah, somewhere it's else, going to the way. first month. Productivity is going to be way fucking down <laughs> the first month after it passes. I know that. Well, do you think there'll be dr- like pot drunk driving? Because no, because they say. I mean, David Cassidy just got popped for drunk driving. Right. That's alcohol. Right. Do you think there's going to be any kind of? Well, there already yeah, is. There already is. You can't drive there's, under the influence of any substance. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say like I was DUI watching, is driving under the influence. So it could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah. It could be alcohol. It could be narcotics. Do you know pot, anybody that has be, gotten that with pot? DUI with pot? No, no. Oh. Because they I don't think just it, sit and do nothing. Yeah, right? that's the thing. I don't think it it doesn't affect you in, in the same way. I mean, I well, I don't know. I mean, I I've 
Anyway. It doesn't affect you the same way. <laughs> oh, I will totally share a story. I mean, when I, when I was younger, um, I would smoke, and then, you know, we'd go out driving late at night, and I would drive probably 20 miles under the speed limit, but it's 3 o'clock in the morning, so it really didn't matter. But, yeah, I would totally drive a lot slower. Am I proud that I did that? No. Kids, if you're listening, don't smoke pot and drive a car. But now I'm older and I don't smoke anymore, so I can say. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you just—I just thought of something, Brian, when you said that. If if it did pass and you could smoke it in public, you wouldn't right? be smoking it in no, our bar. You, you no, you still you can't could, smoke couldn't it in smoke public. it in public. Okay, just <coughs> private. All that all that this did was because I was thinking it, the secondhand smoke it's issue with the, the contact guy. Like, if they smoked at the bar, it, then you get high behind the they bar. They could legalize it to smoke in public places and we probably still wouldn't allow it on the patio. Yeah. I don't think that will actually happen. Well, just like there are a lot of places that don't allow cigar smoke or they don't allow pipe smoke outside. It's only, you know, cigarette smoke. Oh, I'd rather so, have it be the opposite. I can't stand cigarette smoke, but I'm okay with pipe smoking. Pipe smoke I'm okay with. Cigar smoke, yeah, I'm alright with that too. Yeah, well, I mean, even, you know, honestly it'd be great if we didn't have cigarette smoking in the bar at all, but... Uh-huh. At this point, you can't do that because there's still people who are severely addicted to this drug. You have to kind of weed it out of our society, which eh, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> long, as long you as know. there's you know, and tobacco from, lobbyists. From somebody who was severely addicted to tobacco for a very long time, I yeah, I would have never gone out if I couldn't smoke in a bar or smoke outside the bar. And right. you know what's interesting though is uh, <laughs> I was listening to Howard Stern the other day and they brought this up and it was they asked Howard, you know, what do you feel is the uh, most dangerous drug? And he was like, oh, it's got to be LSD. He's like, I almost lost my mind, and I did it, only did it once. And, um, and somebody else had guessed heroin, and I don't know. What would you, what would you guys guess? Well, I uh, saw the figures. Oh, you saw the figures? I think it's yes. got to be the, uh, what's the, the new stuff? The crack? Like crack? Uh, um, no, meth. Um, meth. It's got to be meth. Mm, what, what was the question again? The most dangerous drug. <laughs> the most Some, dangerous uh, drug? The answer the is actually... The most fatalities. The answer is alcohol. Yes, But yeah. it's... Yeah. I, th- I think meth yeah. is, is and meth, and and meth is was like third or fourth down the list yeah. and stuff. But alcohol was the f- well, the most fatalities. One because it's legal. Two, yes. it's readily available. Yes. It's easy to completely have way too much Woo-hoo. more than you should. Um, I mean, I you know I see it every day. <laughs> you know, it's, my, <laughs> it's my job. I'm a drug dealer. You know, I see it. And, wow. Yeah, I was. I had people. Somebody come in one time and they were they were stoned and I'm de- and I kind of like I made a comment about it or something and they're like. Oh, you can tell that we're stoned. I'm like, well, duh. I go, you fucking reek. You know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, you you don't think badly about us. I'm like, dude. I go, I'm a drug dealer. I, you're in my drug emporium. <laughs> I'm not gonna like shit on you because you choose to do a different drug. <laughs> There's something True. to say about that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, what I was what I was kind of sad that didn't pass too was that that eighteen dollar environmental fee yeah. for the for the parks. Yeah. I was I was like really you can't spend eighteen bucks a year to like help save the California parks. And yeah. you know I was reading through that and I didn't get to to all the details of it. It implied that if everybody is charged the eighteen dollars, which goes for the parks, you no longer would have to pay uh, for like the parking and to go parking and stuff in the park. So essentially, the parks would nice. become free. Right. You could go enjoy the parks for free without having to pay six dollars or whatever it is you know a day. Um, and, and, it all would, for and it would help take care of them. Too. Exactly. All everybody pays eighteen dollars a year. Didn't that would have been an awesome thing. Read one of the things that Obama's list of things that he has done so far is that something to do with the national parks. I don't know. Did you read that? I think I did. Okay. I, I don't know. So I, I don't know. That. I thought it might have been a little redundant. But. Mm. 
No. Anyway. And well, this isn't national parks. This was state parks. Oh, well, that might be the distinction. And I, I, was, I actually voted for that half-cent sales tax increase. Yeah. But then when I saw that it didn't pass, and the person who was kind of against it, who had been spearheading the opposition, he was like, well, we shouldn't have to raise taxes. We should just be able to slash the budget and we actually be able to keep these programs. And I'm like, well, that's great talk, and that's wonderful. Let's do that. I have no problem with that. But um, Well, the, the I reason I actually I voted against it, and the reason I did was because in the wording that it stated, it, it was supposed to be for the fire department and the police department. Right. However, the way it was worded, it um, in the actual legal legalese or whatever, it wasn't written to where they only had to use it for that. Uh, so they could have taken that money and put it in wherever they wanted to te- that's, technically. That's always and my so fear. That's, that's actually why I voted against it. If it was worded Concerned. differently to where it was actually... I guess I only read the bold print. To, right. where, the fine to print. where it was like, <laughs> we're, we're only going to use it for, for this, this. Right. right? then I would have had no problem because yes, police and fire they, are important. They, they steal things from other <laughs> funds when it's earmarked. Yeah. Right. That's terrible. So yeah. So anyway, and that so that was kind of a bummer. Some of the stuff that didn't pass, and some of the stuff that did. But um, and then of course, fucking Rand Paul getting Ugh. elected is. But Christine O'Donnell did not. So right. so in terms of teabagger madness. Yeah. So we have a non-masturbating virgin witch who is not in office, and that's good. Thank God Harry Reid's still there. I mean, I don't think anything's going to get done in Congress, and I think the GOP. Is fooling themselves if he thinks that these teabaggers are going to do what they want him to do. I don't. You know, it's it's interesting because uh, I a lot of what the teabaggers are for. I'm 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 fiscally conservative. Well, how could you not be for you that? You know, I'm not I'm not against that, but it's the social conservative nature of the right. party that kind of freaks me out a little bit. I don't want to lose but, any momentum. But isn't the the teabag thing? They don't really talk about that. They don't care about that stuff. Well, a lot of people yeah. who are teabaggers care about it's that the stuff. GOP that's more interested in the social issues, I, not the teabaggers. I've uh, seen teabaggers no. who no? have said that they're mm-hmm. against gay marriage. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like adamantly okay. against it. Like so like, that's kind of like, like why that, they chose like, the Republican like Party. Like they actually want to like some of them want to like criminalize it. I think teabaggers are generally disenfranchised nice. Republicans. They're like Republicans Weird. that are yes. sick of the way the Republican Party is operating. Right. Yes. And I, I think a lot of even even though some of them seem to be sort of like crazy Christian people, I think some of the teabaggers are also people that are like. They've been courting the, the the Christian right too much, right? And they're getting away from that and going to the Tea Party because of that. I think one of the things of this election is that we were laughing at the tea beggars for a very long time, and now a ton of them have gotten into office. So laugh at them if you want to, but you guys, those of you who didn't go vote, you need to get out there and and go vote next time at least. Make sure they don't get in. It's or not vote we're laughing out. at the tea beggars. We're basically laughing at like about 48% of the population because they're oh. dumb. Well, you know who's laughing yeah. the most? They're is Carl children. Rove. <laughs> he, Carl Rove totally mastermind this. I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. I though. think he is just the most evil thing on the planet. Glenn Beck isn't too... Um, I don't know. I, fluff. I just... <laughs> fluff compared to him. Faux news. It just wears me out. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad it's over in one way because I'm just like I don't. But see, that's sort of sad because it's not over. But it's it's not never over. over. I mean, we're, we're stuck. No. Well, I mean, we're stuck with these people for two years. Was it Mitch? What's the guy's name? That's going to be the new Nancy Pelosi. Oh, the, the Republican guy who's going for the speaker. Now house. we're going to hear about him all the time. Uh, yeah. All the time. I don't know. Anything and all they're going to do is stifle everything. Uh, 
Well, what's the, what's sort of upsetting too, though, is that so okay, we're all talking about how it's over and we don't have to pay attention anymore. Where it's well, we do. fairly clearly obvious that most of us don't really pay attention anyway. Now I mean, it's going to affect our lives. How politically educated you feel that you are? I mean, I don't. Not at all. I don't either. I, and you know, I admit to that, though. I know I'm not. That's one of the reasons why I want to elect people so that they can take care of the politics and I don't have to take care of that too much. I don't have to worry about it. I know I elected you because you're going to do these things and you said you were going to do these things. Like-minded people. Well, pretty much. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but and it, it, they it's the have worst an thing. agenda. Well, Obama it's terrible really have an I elect somebody they have or an agenda. somebody gets elected on a certain platform and then they go and they totally change what they're doing. That's the thing that... Well, I think Obama has an agenda. I mean, there are certain things he wants to well, accomplish. I think, I think but I think every, he, said, he was the first one to admit that he hasn't been able to accomplish nearly what he set out to do. And yet he's done a ton. I mean, there's, there's a list of... You know everything I, he's done within the first year or two. Well, and it's going to be this healthcare thing is going to be interesting because there's no way they're going to be able to repeal it. There's just no way. No, well, it's the healthcare. Thing it was is, all rhetoric for for the vote. Well, but a lot of the healthcare stuff that they implemented was all ideas from Republicans anyway. It was so really good stuff. I don't know why? It's it, this, like it, it was just to get elected for the base. Absolutely. Well, I. I don't know. I think giving people healthcare is great. I'm like all for it. So I mean, I'll, I'm still curious as to how it all it's all going to work out because nobody's come knocking on my door saying this is where you sign up for free healthcare. No, they, they, the this Republicans didn't pass that part. They blocked that part. They had to compromise and not do that part. So you don't have health insurance. Well, actually, I do have health insurance. I don't have health well, insurance. I don't. Well, don't get sick. Yeah, or exactly. move to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Get sick in Canada. I've had all the illnesses I can possibly have in a year in the past five months. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm done with it. Well, with speaking it of interesting legislation, um, <laughs> we were talking earlier that uh, San Francisco, uh, which would probably be like, I guess you could call that the deepest, darkest pit of liberal thinking in the known Western world. I would say so. Um, yeah. Recently passed uh, an ordinance that says if you are a restaurant that serves a meal that has a toy, that you have to meet cert- certain dietary standards. Um, so basically, they were saying, "Fuck you, McDonald's." Um, yes. And so well, it's sort of the end of the Happy Meal. I think for they gave San them Francisco. lots of time to change it, but I don't think McDonald's wants to change it for one city. Yeah. Well, I think McDonald's is going to have to. I mean, they change it for yeah. countries. I mean, you know, there are countries in the in yeah, Europe, in Europe where the chicken McNuggets aren't as fatty and shit like that. You know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, I, for me, it's not even about so much like the dietary needs of children as much as it is how do you feel about the government being that in control over things. Over a private business? Yeah. Well, okay. then that's Rand Paul territory like, right there. Well, see, Do you think this, it's interesting that they're, that they're playing mom and dad to a city's children? San Francisco, and there's a lot of stuff on, on city property where you cannot, they can't sell bottled water on city property. Mm-hmm. They can't sell these specific types of things on city property. I understand where they're coming from. And, and speaking of... of Conspiracy theories, you know, this goes all the way down to like um, what's it called, Monsanto and and high fructose corn syrup and all that other kind of mm. stuff. That aspartame, aspartame, and all these other kinds of things. And it sounds to me like San Francisco is going, okay, you guys have had this influence on the food industry, and look at how fat our nation is. And now we're going to try to bring, you know, a little bit of healthy law into it because 
So, so what is gym. what is the dietary standard that they are supposed to meet? And I don't know the specifics, but yeah. it's uh, what I do know. Under is, like fat and calories yeah, or something. it's like basically so. something that probably McDonald's can't meet no matter what because all that food is horrible for you. you right. <laughs> if you really analyze the portions, kid portions at fast food restaurants are what the adults should be eating, calorie wise. Right. Right. Well, I mean, if like if you get those like the hap, like the McNugget meal for a kid, it's like six McNuggets and. Back in the day when they introduced nuggets to consumers, you only got six. Right. It was like six or nothing. Right. And then they had, I think they went six and nine, and then you could get 20 if you like were a family. No, no, no. Now the Someone default Facebook. setting now, is 10. Now if, you, if 10. you're a family, though. Right. Now, yeah, the, now default. the default setting is 10. Really? You can't get less than 10. No, there was a Facebook. Who was it, Jeff? Facebook that you could buy 50 and 100. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's horrible. It was yeah. crazy. Frightening. The Dude, idea of seeing 100 McNuggets all in the same place <laughs> well, the thing is, is so unsettling. Can, and I like the way they taste. But I have to eat, I don't like the way they taste after about a minute. Well, of you course. You have to eat them when they're immediately fresh. Otherwise, it's they reconstituted taste like chicken in a crackly crust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JP is just going to pop it. And, and those are natural, natural shapes, though, aren't they? Oh, totally. Oh, sure. <laughs> Well, what it, what I realized the other we were actually in D.C. We were at a, me and Ray were at a McDonald's and we were talking about McNuggets. And I said, "What's interesting is that remember like three years ago when they when said, said all, now all white all meat. white meat, and that's only because they're pouring the dark meat into the same vat as the white meat and smooshing it up and then like squishing it out, it out in a big white tube and making it into chicken print mechanically separating yeah. chicken exactly. So yes. you're still eating all that dark meat. You're just not eating it in any sort of natural but you're form. Also, yes, you're eating the dark meat, and you're eating the white meat, and you're eating the bones, and you're eating everything. Anything that fell out of the ceiling. I don't want to hear it. Actually, JP, I actually read another article debunking that. So That's true. I did read something about chicken, that. Some of the stuff. chicken squash toothpaste thing is was debunked. No, no, no. There, were, there were a couple things about it that were debunked, like, like being rinsed in ammonia. That was debunked. But a bunch of it is... Was true, but and the, that bone, pa- the, the bones pink are stuff, not in there. Okay, from but the pink stuff—that is it. That is what it what it is. Chop shaped and formed, just yeah, like the uber popular like the McRib? McRib. Crazy, yeah. the I uber mean, unsettling McRib. Ugh, that thing has I, always. It's. Uh, I mean, ugh. it has always disgusted me ever since I was little. Yes. I had I had one when I was little, and that was. I've never the, had one. I actually am afraid I would like it. I'm sure. I, I haven't it's had meat. one in years. So it's got to taste really good. Who doesn't but like meat? It's just this chop formed and pressed thing. Just it's, well, it's a McRib. What kind of meat is it? Is it's, it pork. Is it it's, pork? It's pork, but it's, but it's, it's pressed just and like formed. The chicken, just like the chicken, where it could be you pork know nuggets. where they get pork a carcass. Nuggets. It is, and they spray water on it to get every single well, bit of. And you know the meat. Have you ever seen like one of the best episodes of The Simpsons ever? Is the mm-hmm. is the McRib? You know where. Homer, they have, it's not a McRib, it's something else, but it's a Krusty Burger and Homer, and if you've ever seen Darren Aronofsky's, um, that movie about drugs, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, um, living but every in time he, um, Las Vegas? Every, no, it's no. all about being a heroin addict, and whenever they take the heroin, it does all these close qu- cut, cuts and clips. And Train it's like, spotting? No, it's, it's, it's Aronofsky, so it's, uh, oh, okay. I can't remember. Um, Requiem for a Dream. That's there you go, is. there you go, yeah. So they shoot up, and it's like, quick cut, boom, 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 and I go, boom, and there's like, and the blood's going through their veins, and it's like, boosh, and it's just like all these quick action cuts. So Homer takes a bite of the McRib, and his eyes go, boom, and he's just like, <laughs> and he ends up, and he ends up um, going on this McRib hippie loving thing, you know, and they all like get in this like painted van, and they go from town to town following oh the McRib. And Col- Col- it's that's fucking hilarious. It's Ricky, one of the best Ricky ever. Ricky 12 years ago, I had a friend visiting from Germany, 
And he wanted to go. First night he was here, he wanted to go to McDonald's and get a McRib. And I'm like, I don't think they have them right now because they're only seasonal. I was like, no, they got to have them because I'm here. i got to go get them. Oh so God. we went to a bunch of McDonald's, and, and it wasn't McRib time, no, and he uh-uh. was very depressed. His entire trip like to the United the Shamrock States Shake was ruined yeah. because he couldn't get McRib, Shamrock McRib. Shake. Uh, oh, the Shamrock the Shakes are just Monolo- Monopoly <laughs> game. Oh. And when I, I was a kid, that Monopoly game got me so excited. And the yes, thing is, like, like, oh, God, don't even get me started on the Monopoly game. But the um, when, uh, those Shamrock Shakes, I love mint. I love mint. And... <laughs> those have disgusted me out too like ever since they came out I had a like, traumatic uh, experience had, where it went everywhere toothpaste mint. it's I can't even it's I don't even Dude, know when I've you, never had if you, the thing is like like McDonald's strawberry shakes are awesome but if you think about what you're actually sucking into your mouth it's real 100% artificial flavor it's just like <laughs> you don't even know what it is it's just like strawberry it's, goo you know it's, there's no. like maybe like an ounce of milk in it you know yeah, yeah but, but whatever this shamrock flavor is it's not yeah. just mint and it's I stay away from McDonald's unless I'm traveling. For some reason, like especially when I've traveled to other countries, that's like my go-to because because you know what it is, right? Like if I'm just burned out on trying to find food, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll just go. Okay, well I like always go to McDonald's because at least the nuggets and nuggets and nuggets. Well, you know why they don't have onion rings, right? Who doesn't have onion rings? McDonald's. Why? Because they suck. Because the world cannot produce enough onions to support them. That actually makes sense. sense. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Ugh. Interesting. Guy, well, you know, you go to New York, there's McDonald's on every com. com they have uh, their own. I read uh, a bunch of information yeah, like, on their uh, fish farms. Like they have their own fish farms. Well, sure. They have to make fish To support all the filet of fish. God. So, anyway. Um, but going back a little, just to backtrack a little bit, though, um, the idea of too much government, like, when do we pull back? Because to me, like, San Francisco is definitely doing, like, sort of a European style. Legislation, legislation right. kind yeah. of thing, you know. You mean socialist? Yeah. Well, it's it's very it's what it's what I think people who are Obama fans would call progressive. Right. <laughs> right. That's a nice way of saying socialist. I think right. at this point, um, well, and I'm not against like progressive thinking. It's you know what, it, but it's, I just worry about, about that whole. Just, just it's an interesting thing though because we we're in a society where people are no longer willing to take responsibility for their own actions and responsibility for the actions of their children. So So they're suing everybody and making everybody put labels on because they're not willing to take responsibility. Not even that they're suing. It's that their children are morbidly morbidly obese or diabetic when they're not even in their teens. I'm not even even talking about food. I'm talking about like, you know, where you've got the kiddie pool and the kid dives into a kiddie pool and breaks his neck and then the parents, instead of taking responsibility for monitoring the child, they go and sue the pool company, forcing the pool company to not only pay for their child, but also then to have to put giant labels on saying, do not dive into this pool because there's only two feet of water and you will hurt yourself. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm reading... people not taking responsibility That's why I'm reading all these fucking zombie and vampire apocalypse books and stuff because I'm like, wishful thinking almost. (laughs) It's like, let's get rid of like 70 to 80% of the population and just give it another go, you know? The stupid (laughs) people who won't take responsibility. (laughs) So, my point though is that it's to the point where so many people are not taking responsibility that in this case... Some of the government has to step up and say, okay, look, you have to stop doing this, and you have to stop doing this. Or, so, or that corporations kind of a, aren't well, taking responsibility. Well, no, of course, corporations <laughs> aren't. They want the money. They're out for their money, so they don't care about that. But it's like, it's almost like, it's like, you know, we're, today we're all Twittering, you know, messages to my 16 year old self. Right. It's like you want to go back and just say, 
really try to eat more vegetables. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like try not to be completely strung out on fast food. You know? uh, Don't forget about Rich. And forget about Rich. He's a total whore. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget about him. Try not to fetishize having you know Happy Meals. You know. <laughs> Don't beg your mom to bring home Pizza Hut. Like. <laughs> Try to have something remotely oh, healthy. Yeah. God. Right. <laughs> but uh, what you were saying, JP, and goes along with what Brian was saying with the obese kids. Since right. people aren't responsible for their kids, then they're getting fat. And then that goes with the, the, the health system, burdens right. the health system. So it's this big circle. Exactly. Well, it's called That's Why We're Fucked for 10,000. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like it could be a board game, you know. <laughs> Societal issues, health issues, you know. Exactly. It's like, again, like it goes back to that TV show, The Wire, that I'm so totally in love with. It's, it, it is. It goes down to like telling you why. This is why everything's fucked. It's fucked because it's fucked in the same way everywhere you go, you know. And, it, and it's, it's like a house of cards, you know, when you finally start to realize it's too late because the wind's blowing and the whole thing falls down. Right. So, yay, uplifting. Let's Woo-hoo. talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Let's, talk, Let's about talk about sex. And me. Nobody here has a PA, right? No, me. I do not. What does a PA stand for? Uh, Prince, Prince Albert. Albert. Oh, you I have Prince that. Albert in the can? You better let him out. I actually <laughs> talked to somebody. Is there a refrigerator running? Here's a good gadget. <laughs> the other day, they didn't know what PA meant. The other so. one, call up a Pioneer Chicken and ask how large their breasts are. <laughs> anyway. So, All right. Yeah, sorry. I killed the... that one. Um, so, yeah, we were going to talk about um, the Prince Albert. And that, for people who don't know, maybe the 16 and 14-year-olds that listen to us, that shouldn't be anyway. Nice. Um, this is a piercing that goes to your penis. Um, in hey. the head of your penis, actually. Uh, I have a buddy that has a PA, and he doesn't have a nipple piercing. And I said, how come you don't have a nipple piercing? He said, because it hurt. It would hurt too much. I said, you put a hole in your penis. You could, I, guess I guess it hurts more very sensitive. To, from, to do it what, in your nipple than I've it does heard, from what I've heard it, in your wiener. Yeah. More. I, I, as a person who has okay. a nipple pierced, um, it hurt like a motherfucker. It hurt like a motherfucker. But I only for a second. I mean, it didn't hurt after that. It just hurt in the moment. It was like... I've been That's, thinking of doing that. Do you know that it, I did, if I would have nipples. known this, I was thinking about getting my other one. Done. I would have never have done the piercing. No one told me Where that they pierce? actually take the nipple piercing. Oh. They actually, it's a hollow, it's hollow tube. tube. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a hypodermic and needle. I didn't know that. Yes. I thought it was yeah. like the ear thing where they go. No, no, no. Boop. no. It, Side, no. They the actually flesh take that was in a there tube of flesh. Out. Vito, were you not paying at all From attention when body. I got this thing in my face done? That was the thing you that freaked me ah. out the most, was that it was a tube of flesh being removed from my body. Yeah, it's gross. And Brian was pointing at his, at his librettes. Librette, which is saying oh, goodbye, by the way. You look at the librette and say no more. Why is that? Well, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to take it out in December. I'm kind of over it. Really? Yeah, well, I'm going to go to my one-year anniversary. It. Yeah. Right. It's one of those things where... I just like there and like my teeth underneath it and every now and again if I'm sucking a very particular type of penis it gets in the way and well so. speaking of piercings and penis right. yeah. and PAs so when you're with someone who has a PA do you make them take it out when you're going to go down on them if there's no. any anal play do you make them take it out God, yeah, it's been a long time since I played um, with somebody. There, there have been a couple people that I've played with who not only have ginormous heads anyway, then they've also got a ginormous piercing, and I could not get both in my mouth anyway. <laughs> just putting that out there, but I've done both. I, it's like hit you, you're afraid you're going to break your teeth when it hits I, your teeth. Yeah. Except that, well, you don't use your teeth. <laughs> no, but it, they hit, but it hits hit your it. teeth. No, I know, but I, you know, yeah. I've, I'm I've always afraid to shatter a tooth. I've actually, I've always heard that, but I've never had a problem. What I would be like, so, yeah, sucking dick, it tends to fuck with my technique. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can take most, well, I mean, I'm, I'm 
fairly good at it. But if it's got <laughs> a big thing on the end of it, then that's just one more thing to get down to where your gag reflex is and kind of mess with your ability to Jeez. maintain. Um, so for oral sex, it doesn't really do a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like want somebody to put one on if they had taken it off. Now for the other end, I've actually never experienced that, but I would think it would be kind of cool. I have heard that it's it's supposed to be quite nice. Yeah, um, but. I can't remember if I've yeah, done that, done. but I have had people take it out, and I have had people leave it in. So. Usually we start with it. I think the times I remember, we started with it in, and then it would like come out in the course of events. <laughs> Not like in my stomach. I mean, like, like <laughs> take yeah, it off. Just like take it off and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, have, I don't know. I mean, I have a couple of friends that have them, and they, they said, you know, I mean, first of all, it feels good. Apparently, when you masturbate too, like just by yourself or walking around. I mean, I know there's one person I know who loves it. He's got a really um, uh, heavy gauge, and he just loves the feel as he's walking. The weight, the extra weight on his penis as it moves back and forth as he's walking, yeah. and it sort of slaps against his balls. It's just I've really considered it erotic. It definitely have considered it, but. Hmm. I don't want to put another hole. I don't want to put a hole in my penis. I don't want to put a hole in my penis. Like, I love no, my penis it, it so much. Does it close out? I heard it. Does it close up? I don't know. You take it out? But no. you can't pee standing up anymore. Well, oh, unless, you close, unless you put a finger over the hole while you no, pee. No, you can't. As long as you're going out. If it's if it's one of the low, low um, urinals, you can't because it sprays anywhere. But Chuck was saying that if it's one of those where it's right in front of you, you can stand up close to it and he can... I just don't want to hurt mm. my penis. I know. Don't want to do it if it stopped working for some reason because of that, I mean, it would just be the end of it. <laughs> right. And I'm saying I have to have sex all the time. I just like it. To, I want it to work for a long yeah, time. I hear you. <laughs> I'd be more inclined to get like a geesh, like the little the piercing between your your sack and your butt, like mm-hmm. in the taint area. That's yeah, supposed I, to feel really. I good. think that would be kind of cool. I, I heard they're hard to heal, but they're yeah, really well, good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not exactly a clean and fresh area. Uh-huh. But, uh, I, oh, I was going to say, oh, nipple, Brian, uh, make sure you keep your blood pressure in check as you get older, because that will affect your little fella. Oh, well, sure. you got to make sure the blood's still going down there. Yeah. Just a little well, FYI. Sure blood pressure meds will also change that. Yeah, you got to be careful. you got to try them. That's what happened to me. I had to try them. Different ones, because some affect you that way and some don't. I'm just going to get one of those, like... Uh, dick pumps, you know, where you like put the tube of <laughs> tube inside your cock and then you pump it and make it big. Yeah, like oh, ball. Oh, replaces you your ball. Pump, yeah, <laughs> pump it. <laughs> What's oh my that? God, that, that old skit. I'll just be like, baby, pump up the jam. Pump my jam. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because if you ever taken like Viagra or Lipid, no, I was going to say Lipitor. <laughs> Lipitor. What's the other one? Um, what is Levitra? Levitra or Cialis? Cialis. I, I've only taken Viagra. I've never taken the other ones. Uh, Viagra made me flush. Like, went, woo, my face went. Yeah. Woo. I didn't like it. Fun. No. It's very I interesting. Like it. I would love to try it sometime. Just, just when I've got for a kicks. Weekend, I just remember I looked down and I was like, wow. Yeah. That's that's mine. I the mean, it's l- like it's, <laughs> it's not just like hard. It's like best day hard. Like. <laughs> Wow. Levitra, I think, is better. <laughs> try try Levitra. Don't bother with Viagra. Levitra is better? Isn't Levitra the mm. one that lasts all weekend? No. no that's Cialis. Cialis. And then they got Cialis the new ones where you take you never know, so they take you little little doses every single day. Right? Have you heard of that, that yeah, one on yeah, TV? Yeah. The, the one that's, that so you're always ready. It's like, oh what the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> too many drugs you in your system. If, you, if, you ha- if you're on that stuff, then you can't do, uh, you can't ever do poppers Can't again. do poppers. Because just blow your head off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Poppergate? No. What? Oh, what are you talking the about? The guy, the the main guy that does that creates the poppers, like Peter Rush Peter? and stuff like that. Right. Um, 
Well, it's kind of it's entering into like a myth stasis now, where it's either he died from doing poppers and being on like um, Levitra or something like that, or he just got busted by the government because somebody else died because of that. Yeah. So apparently, poppers are under a bit of a microscope right now mm-hmm. yes. um, from the government. But um, so well, a lot of the bigger stores that uh, I would ne- maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it cleans video heads. It does, and I don't understand why the government hates video, uh, you know, cleaners so um, much. Why they want us all to have dirty heads? You know what, though, in the in the except um, the fact that no one owns VCRs. No one has VCRs why anymore. Why does Brian Hill require so many bottles of head cleaner? In the in own the a VCR. Uh, user guide for the Vitra and Viagra and stuff online. It'll say if you use recreational drugs like poppers, you cannot take this medication. Oh yeah, you totally well, yeah, not. because you'll kill because your blood pressure yeah. goes so low. It's, it's just like you turn like dead. blue like a popsicle. Yes. Um, I actually, yeah, I knew somebody that did that. So. But apparently, um, this person is no longer in business. So there was like you go to like different <laughs> websites or places, and they just don't have them listed anymore. Um, hmm. But I, I think I don't know. There's still some places where you can get them. And I'm not, it makes me sound like a total fucking popper fiend, but I just am <laughs> well educated. I just want to try real poppers. I want to try the real stuff. And we happen to know somebody who's a chemist who has promised to make them as soon as he gets access to a lab. That frightens Whoa. me, though. It's no, almost it's like when you grow your own, like if you grew your own weed, would you smoke it's, it? It's like if you made hard. your own poppers, would you hit him? You know, like you almost <laughs> want them to come from someone else. It's, <laughs> as he was describing it to me, it's not hard to make, it just takes time. And so and I'm sure just like meth isn't hard to make either. Well, no, no. <laughs> but, but, but remember, though, um, amyl nitrate has been around for like, you know, 100 and some years because yeah. it was originally a medication for um, angina. For mangina? <laughs> and it helps my mangina. A, a, yes. My mangina loves the poppers. <laughs> Thank you, Poppers. Yes. Where's Dave when you need him? <laughs> I think Dave would not be able to handle this conversation. I think he'd be in the other room right now. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Oh, no. gosh. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, do we have tugs? Well, I have I have plenty of tugs. I um, don't really have any tugs. I, I'm happy to go first. I just want to thank... I'll go first, because okay. you're... Okay, Patrick's and... Patrick and... Jeff. what are you Jeff's Halloween for? party was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I got to spend some time with Rich today at the restaurant, so that was nice. So nice. tugs to him. Cool. That's it. Okay. Um, I want to do a tug to Dan Baggett for passing a big milestone. Congratulations oh, to Oh, yeah. yeah. Also to Patrick and Jeff. Great uh, party. It was nice meeting um, our new listener, Cole, who was at the party. It's very cool. Um, <clears throat> and then this is a big group tug to... Rob and Nick, Jeb and Thomas, John and Joe, Chris and Dan, Mark and John, and everybody else we know who got married just before Prop 8 passed. Congratulations on your two years, guys. Everybody had their two-year anniversary. Two years past, already, huh? past month or so. Yeah. Wow. wow. So congratulations, you know, to all of you who were able to get married, and, you know, I'm sure the rest of us will be able to do it again sometime soon. So mm. talk to you guys. I'm done. <laughs> talk to you. I'm done. Brian, it's your turn. I don't have any. I I, I do, but I did not write them down. Oh. I can't remember. For did you report me. how your Halloween party was at work? No. Sorry, um, I did not. You did not. Maybe no. next time. But okay. Wasn't reportable. Um. And no, it was. It was really awesome. Um. We actually we got second place. Um. Over the uh, 
Chilean zombie thriller. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. Um, but yeah, we did. Um, my department did Evil Snow White and the Seven Deadly yeah, Sins. Yeah. So um, you pulled it off. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. cool. We were the only one that actually went for like super scary, and so like people were actually like, "Whoa!" Because we we decorated our whole office and made a haunted forest, and like actually had pine branches like in our office. In cubicle land, right? So how long did it take you to clean up after this? Um, It took us an hour and a half to set it up, and it took us two and a half hours to tear it down. (laughs) That's crazy. So, um, but yeah, but it was really cool. had a good time as, as usual. It's always fun to see because every department goes against each other, and it was really fun. But the the winners did. Um, they had a whole, like they had this half of the room that's basically all these giant cubicles, and they they covered parts of it and made it to where you actually had to crawl like it was in a mine, and um, and then they were serving um, chili <laughs> for <laughs> for lunch and then they had um, but then they had like this altar set up like where the wives were praying and they had like people like praying like the wives and and then like you went into this area and they had um uh, one of the the girls standing there she's actually from Spain so she was speaking fluent Spanish and she had the Univision like mic and stuff and they had people with cameras oh, and they had the actual tube like where the miners where they were pulling the miners on they had like everything looked like a mining area you know and <laughs> the guy comes out of the tube and she starts interviewing him in Spanish and they're talking and, and then she like turns around and she's like oh my god they said that while they were down there they couldn't help but eat some of the people and then like <laughs> and then like um, and then all of a sudden like he looks up and he's like a zombie and then all these other people just jump out and they're like full zombies and then and then Thriller starts and they, do, they did like the whole dance and, and they like, didn't win? no they won, they won. I was like okay wait, wait, wait. that sounds crazy wow that's um, so yeah awesome. it was pretty cool it's on YouTube I'll have to show you guys I don't think they actually eat chili in chili but no it was a joke yeah. no they eat chili <laughs> they eat chili it was a joke really yeah. come on <laughs> so um, so yeah so Tugs on my coworkers. There you, awesome. go. there you go. Well, I got um, tugs for uh, tug for Mike from Atlanta, who I am actually expecting a text from any second now because I got to go pick him up at the airport. Um, he's hanging out this weekend, so you guys will maybe get a yeah. chance to meet him. Yeah. Are you guys going to Bear I will, night, I will, I'm You're going to San Francisco. Um, I have a and I have a birthday party. I don't think I I might even like kind of not do Bear night just because a bunch of guys went on on a gay cruise too. Right. So it's like. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people there. Or at least not a lot of people that I know. And I kind of wanted to take them out to meet everybody. I'm just going to do the pre-loop. Take them to the pre-loop. Yeah, that's actually probably a good idea. Yeah. So I won't make it for that because so. I have... A birthday party. birthday party. Well, fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> fuck that. Um, anyhow, so Tugs Mike. Um, tugs again to Patrick and Jeff for a really wonderful party. Yeah. Um, tugs to Matt um, in D.C. Just, you know, keep strong. Um, to Zach and Ron, it was nice to see you guys. To Ray and Dave for being amazing hosts in D.C. I just had a really wonderful time, and they're super cool guys. I'm glad I finally got to meet them. Um, and to all the rest of the D.C. guys, to Charles and Pete um, and Billy. And then uh, a special tug to someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, but I'm tugging him anyway. It's my friend Rick. Um, when I was in D.C., I actually got to have lunch with my friend. I've known him since uh, we met the summer between my sixth grade and seventh grade uh, years we went to summer camp together we were pretty much best friends throughout our time in Bakersfield together and he lives in DC now so we met up and had lunch and caught up and it was just like you know one of those things where you just had never you know been apart and it was really super cool to see him so tugs Rick and that's all my tugs cool 
Oh, oh, and also Stephen John. I forgot Stephen John. I think they got married too. So, yay! Yes, I'm. I was sitting here trying to think. Who else do we know? They got married. They got married. That I forgot to mention. So yeah, congratulations. Groovy. So awesome. that's episode seventy-six. Seventy-six. And, and I'm Brian. Bye, Bye, Brian. Brian. Bye. And I'm Vito. Bye, Vito. And I'm JP. Bye, JP. Bye, JP. And this is Justin. Bye, Bye Justin. Justin. Woo! Hey, that's it. <laughs> we did it backwards. That's all right. Yeah. Said seventy six. What did we do backwards? I think don't use the surprising surprising. I don't know. We did both. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.